Truth Espresso, episode 281. Face it, we all would rather sleep in this morning. <sighs> That's why God gave us espresso, to kickstart our zombified corpses into hyperdrive. And now, giving your mind and soul the morning shot of truth it craves. This is Truth Espresso with Daniel Minnick. Hey there, this is your host, Daniel Minnick, coming at you with another episode of Truth Espresso. And this episode is an episode that my wife and I did a few years ago where we talked about how we met, how I managed to get her to like me for some reason. <laughs> um, and we've been married for um, going on 15 wonderful years as of this recording. And uh, because uh, this week has been busy and we've all been, our whole family has just been sick for, uh, you know, the whole week. And we have a lot of stuff coming up uh, next week. And so uh, we just need to do a rewind episode, and so uh, I hope you enjoy how God wrote our love story. Well, hey there, friends. This is your host, Daniel Minnick, for the Truth Espresso podcast, and welcome. We are beginning a series talking about marriage. And by we, I mean I and my sweet, beautiful wife, Chelsea, as Chelsea returns to Truth Espresso once again to have a little dialogue with me about uh, some topics. And especially on this episode and the next few episodes, we're going to talk about marriage. And why is it that we can talk about marriage? Well, we have been married for 12 years, so we do have a little bit of experience in that area, and we hope that our 12 years of marriage, which as of this recording, we're actually getting ready to celebrate 12 years uh, coming up, uh, our anniversary here. And so to celebrate our anniversary, we're ringing in this episode and we're going to give you a little treat to get to know us a little bit more because we are going to uh, share some of our past, how we got to know each other and how we eventually became husband and wife, how we eventually got married. And so to talk about marriage, Chelsea, welcome back to Truth Espresso. Hi, babe. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Oh, I love having you on Truth Espresso, and I know that our listeners really love uh, your contributions and how we talk with each other. It's I think it's uh, really sweet. It's a great way to tame me down from some of the <laughs> the 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 topics that I do solo and the way I might address them. But <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. We're coming up on twelve years of marriage. It seems like. In some ways it went by so fast, and in other ways, like, wow, I can't believe it's 
12 years already. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We've, we've ha definitely had a lot uh, happen in those 12 years, but nonetheless, you know, it, it seems like yesterday that I could remember being at the, the wedding ceremony and waiting for you to walk down the aisle. And yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely been a very, uh, sweet 12 years with you babe oh you're so sweet <laughs> and so just so you can get to know us a little bit uh we have a little bit of a story about how we met and so we can chat back and forth, especially as I might forget some things. And Chelsea might remind me, you know, how that is. Husbands forget things. Wives got to remind the husbands. <laughs> I don't know. You have an amazing memory. I feel like I'm the one that always forgets. Oh. I'm like, what happened then? <laughs> so walk us down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I um, I actually grew up in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania, along with the basically almost in the woods and like near the woods and near the farmlands and kind of in the suburbs, way out in the sticks there. And as I was uh, I was I grew up in uh, my church school. I kind of went to a little school in my church. Sometimes we'd have representatives come there to advertise Pensacola Christian college. And so eventually, as I graduated uh, high school from my little church school, I did try to look at some other colleges, but eventually, you know, they had the program there that I wanted, and it was a pretty good uh, price for school there. So, and that's what mostly all I knew about, because we had had representatives come visit our church and school. And so I decided to go to Pensacola Christian College to study computer science. And as I was there, I really, in my undergrad, I was busy. I, I didn't really have much in the way of a dating life while I was an undergrad there. But I graduated my degree in computer science and then went right to work on staff in the information technology department, the IT department. And while I was there working on staff, I got a little more of a social life as I wasn't bogged down with uh, schooling. And so, you know, I got to hang out with uh, other singles there. And I also got into volleyball. <laughs> so I would play volleyball in a uh, city league there. And they also had uh, kind of singles late night activities on Friday uh, in the kind of a uh, sports area there. It was like late at night into early in the morning, Friday night to Saturday morning. For a few hours, singles would go there and play some sports. And so I'd get my fill of volleyball there and get my fill during the week of playing volleyball in the city league so I was I became kind of a volleyball junkie and then <laughs> as I was so much into volleyball eventually I met Chelsea yeah so I vaguely remember meeting you at that first time but I guess I'll go back a little bit so I grew up in Colorado and um, I was homeschooled and throughout all my schooling years. And then I went to Regis University, which is a local Jesuit school at that time. They had a really one of the top nursing programs here. So I went there to get my undergrad in nursing. 
and then worked for a little bit and was like, wow, this job just really isn't panning out and I just don't know what to do from here. And then I got a postcard. I think actually my mom got the postcard and she called me. She's like, I got this postcard that Pensacola Christian College is starting a master's of nursing program. And so I looked at it. I was like, well, I guess that's where I'm going. (laughs) So I went down to Florida and got my master's there. And while I was working on my master's, they let the graduate students also participate in some of the singles activities. So we were able to integrate with some of the um, staff people as well. And that's how I got to meet Daniel. And so, yeah, so are you, uh, some of your friends uh, brought you to uh, the sports activities there. Um, They didn't bring me, they dragged me. (laughs) They dragged you there. (laughs) I was so quiet and introverted, I did not want to go. And my two friends were very extroverted and they were determined that I was going to go. So they dragged me out of my room. <laughs> oh, yikes. So they they dragged you there uh, and you were, you were sitting in the bleachers there watching some volleyball. And I happened to be uh, playing on a team there. And as I was playing at some point, I turned to notice some people walk in. And I noticed someone I'd never seen before. And this was Chelsea. And I thought she was. <laughs> I thought she was pretty cute. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, after I'm finished with this game and you know there's other people wanting to play volleyball and I'll I uh, you know I'll I'll give them my spot and I'll go and strike up a conversation and get to know the new girl. <laughs> And, you know, so got to just a little bit on the surface level, got to know her Chelsea's name and uh, a little bit about her. But then after that point, it would be a little bit before the next time that I would see you, sweetheart. And this was actually another event that uh, the singles would put on. And so I'm trying to remember when the volleyball event was when we first met, but it could have been a few weeks later, maybe. I don't know if you remember, but um, eventually uh, some of the singles arranged uh, to do uh, street caroling. So we would walk downtown Pensacola singing Christmas carols and... While we were doing that, I noticed that this uh, girl that I had met a few weeks ago, Chelsea, was also there again. And so while, you know, so I I tried to make my way over to talk to her again because I wanted to get to know this sweet girl (laughs) a little more. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember this actually being the first time I remember meeting you a little bit better because... I got so embarrassed because I think first you came over and you were talking to me and asking me what degree I'm in and where I'm from and just kind of general questions. And we were talking and then pretty soon we kind of got split up again. And then your brother, your twin brother, (laughs) came over and started asking me the same exact questions. And I looked at him. I'm like, didn't I just answer these questions? And he's like, Oh, that must have been my twin brother, Daniel. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. 
So, yeah, I remember that time meeting you and your twin brother because I felt very <laughs> awkward that I didn't realize you guys were brothers. <laughs> yeah. And so there, there's one detail I might not have yet mentioned uh, is that I do have a twin brother. So I can't remember if I ever mentioned that in any of the 101 episodes that we've done so far. But if I didn't, uh, now you know, I do have a twin brother. He's fraternal, not identical. So <laughs> we have... still look alike. Yeah, we look... That was nice. <laughs> and you guys both sound a lot alike, <laughs> yeah. too. We have similar voices, maybe not the same uh, talking style or intonation, but our voices sound pretty similar. <laughs> And then as uh, Chelsea and I got to know each other a little bit more, like we'd see each other sometimes at, at lunch as, uh, you know, I was on staff working in the IT department and when we'd have a lunch break and as she was taking classes, babe, and as then sometimes we might see each other in lunch break and we weren't really dating at the time, but we might find each other and chat a bit, but... <laughs> There are any other things that you can remember, sweetheart? I remember the uh, political meetup group, but is there anything that happened before then, before I get to that? Well, you asked me to go to fine arts. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, how can I forget? See, I told you. <laughs> the, the husband can forget and the wife needs to remind, so... <laughs> The romantic stuff is what I remember. Oh, yes. That was really sweet. <laughs> yes. I actually still have that teddy bear you gave me. <laughs> oh, I gave you a teddy bear? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I got to remember these things. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went to fine arts. Um, and yeah. So, I, and I gave you a teddy bear. <laughs> and it so, yeah. It roses, too. Oh. It's very sweet. <laughs> And see, here I am. I'm thinking of something political. And then <laughs> you remind me, yeah, we did do something romantic before that. Yeah. <laughs> the thinker versus the feeler. Oh, yes, for sure. You know, I, I'm an INTJ on the Myers-Briggs and sweetheart, you're an ISFJ, right? Yes. <laughs> so... Now you now you know everything about us from those designations, right? No. <laughs> so, fine arts, and then I uh, at this time we're this was during I think it was two thousand seven, was it two thousand seven possibly when there was the big election in two thousand eight coming up, and I actually got kind of um, swept up in this one candidate running for president who was kind of a long shot and this was ron paul now i don't know how you feel about ron paul he was definitely a controversial uh character but i i really grew to like him i saw the first republican primary debate with him in it and i saw a lot of the things that he said like especially when he he would mention the constitution and he would mention the inflation tax and i was thinking wow who talks about this stuff and so I'd kind of research things. He'd talk about what does the Constitution authorize, and it really got me thinking, 
Wait, you know, it's like no one cares about the Constitution, but isn't that tell you what you can and can't do as president? And so, you know, I was totally blown away. And so, yeah, I I became a, a devout Ron Paul supporter and and then found that there was a meetup group as the, you know, meetup.com was kind of new at the time. But I found out that there was a meetup group uh, in Pensacola. And so I started attending it. Uh, people trying to support the long shot candidate and I was also then eagerly studying all kinds of things related to that. I was studying economics and <laughs> basically learned, wait, what is this Federal Reserve that he keeps talking about and what do they do? And wait, what's the, why does he keep talking about history and of like money and policy and wars and depressions and stuff? So I, I got really intrigued by that. And then... <laughs> and as we're talking, we're listening outside and we're hearing, you know, quite the storm outside. We're, we're hearing hail right now. So uh, hopefully the, the power doesn't go out while recording this. And so as I was attending these meetup groups and met all kinds of interesting characters supporting Ron Paul as a candidate for president, eventually I thought, hey, why not invite my friend Chelsea to attend? Maybe she would like this. <laughs> yeah, I remember you inviting me to go to those meetings and they were very interesting and it was kind of neat to see that. There were a lot of people there that would stand up for pro-life issues and mm -hmm. just a lot of things that we do agree on. So, yeah, it was an interesting way to learn about things that you were interested in, too. It's definitely uh, felt good to be with a bunch of liberty-minded people who were tired of the status quo and tired of basically tyrants wanting your vote uh, to become president and then tax and spend you to death. And so, yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I liked about um, the t 2008 election when I was uh, trying to support Ron Paul for president. And I also liked eventually the company that I had there <laughs> with Chelsea there, my sweetheart. And also during that time, uh, you were working on Eventually, you were working on a big project that, uh, as we're getting toward the end of the, is it two years of your Master of Nursing program there? Yes. So at the end of my two years, I had my master's thesis that I had to work on. And I'm not extremely well with writing papers. Um, I was like, okay, remember Daniel saying that? He liked to edit things and write things. And I was like, oh, I should probably have him help me with some of my paper and make sure it's grammatically correct. And also, I think it was kind of an excuse to get to know <laughs> you a little bit more, too. And like both of us didn't really come from the background of we wanted to do like one on one secluded dating. So we just looked for opportunities that were group settings or like when we met to work on the paper, we would meet at Panera Bread and just making sure that everything was still like on a friendship level that we could just get to know each other a little bit better. And then that's when I know we mentioned this on another episode <laughs> about you showing me some of your videos on 
the Federal Reserve. Yeah, so that yeah, that was kind of funny. I was so into this stuff that it's kind of like I'm thinking that this girl that I'm interested in would want to watch this video with me called Money Banking and the Federal Reserve from the Ludwig von Mises Institute, you know. So thank you, sweetheart, for bearing with me and watching that. <laughs> It was really interesting. I liked it. And yeah, I don't know. To me, it's just uh, a sweet memory to think of like, okay, this is something that you're interested in. And that's like, to me, one of the things that you want to look for in a mate is like, what are your mates goals in life? What are they interested in? And are those things that you could see yourself like supporting and being interested in also? And um, I know we mentioned before, like you came to that pro-life banquet with me and were really supportive of me in the pro-life movement and that was one of the things that attracted me to you so (laughs) yeah I think that we just both got to share what we enjoy yeah so that's that's uh, definitely a tip if you're looking for someone that you might consider being a future spouse get to know that person's likes and dislikes and cares and care about what they care about, and especially something good like wanting to support the life of unborn babies. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm definitely glad that I went to that banquet. And I think uh, Stephen Arterburn was one of the speakers there. So that was pretty cool to see someone that I, I had read um, his book, uh, Every Young Man's Battle, is one of his books. And, and then it was cool to see him in person there. <laughs> yeah. See, I forgot about that part. Good job having <laughs> that recollection. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, uh, it's like, oh, you re- you remember the romantic part of it and stuff. And then I remember, oh, the speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> and so, yeah, and I re- we mentioned the uh, helping you with your research project, which was also on the topic there was that it was about ultrasounds and the how they are like a window to the womb and how they're they, they could be used to understand more of how a baby in the womb is alive and how life begins at conception yes yeah, so i would i would work in the pregnancy centers and do ultrasounds on women and just see how they bonded with their baby just seeing the picture of them on the screen there Uh, I was like, wow, this is amazing how this tiny little baby that you can barely see on the ultrasound that it just creates this beautiful bonding moment with the mom and the baby. I was like, wow, I just want to study that more and see how that impacts their decision about carrying their baby to term or if it makes it harder if they do go through with an abortion. And that was my thesis. Yeah, and I think that was really cool because I'm helping you uh, with the grammar and mechanics of it, but I'm reading it. And so helping you with the research project, sweetheart, also helped me to even learn more about the pro-life issue and fetal development and how serious the issue is so that was that was really uh that was really interesting and neat and how that worked out as part of our kind of dating period in a way (laughs) so it's like i'm helping her with a project but as uh, you mentioned, sweetheart, you kind of enjoyed me helping you with your project and, and go, you know, go to Panera Bread and help out. And it was kind of like, 
yeah, well, I need the help, but I want, <laughs> I get to know him more this way. Yeah. Well, eventually my family would tease me. They're like, how much studying are you really doing with Panera Bread? <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of dwindled down there towards the end, but that's okay. We did some good studying there. And then yeah. once, you know, we got enough of your project edited and knocked out, you know, we had a little bit of time to just chat about non-project stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So what's also interesting about our relationship and how we met and how we got married, neither of us, we both had high standards for how to relate to each other, but neither of us really had to say anything. And so none of us said, okay, hands off or, you know, things like that. We just both naturally, without even having to talk about it, we just naturally didn't stoke the fires of intimacy in any way. We were, you know, we were friends uh, before we were, you know, romantically interested. And even when we were, it was still friendship. <laughs> and, you know, we didn't like hug or kiss or touch or anything like that. And so, you know, just to say that that works, you know, you can um, be romantic uh, with someone without being physically intimate as you're getting to know someone before marriage. And I'm not necessarily putting down anyone who didn't do do it the way we did, but I'm just suggesting it's a it's something to try if you can, <laughs> if you can think about it, because, you know, I think it, it definitely worked out good for us. And we we built up our trust in that way. And we just, you know, we just didn't get really mushy, gushy and lovey dovey and uh, <laughs> touchy and stuff like that like until we were married. <laughs> mushy, gushy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, we could tell, you know, we, we knew that we loved each other, but we did it in a very, we dated in a very friendship type of way. <laughs> So what's one way that you knew I loved you? Do you remember what I got you for your birthday? Oh, yeah. So what's interesting is that I used to have, I had this, uh, uh, at Pensacola Christian College, they used the, the King James Bible. And what I, I kind of got a kick out of the idea of, I, I ordered this 1611 King James Bible. And by 1611, I mean a facsimile of the original 1611 um, from Hendrickson Publishers. And um, I start, I was using that in there. And I, uh, when you first see it you know the s some of the s's look like f's and stuff the spelling is a little different and stuff but i i was getting used to reading that and uh, eventually sweetheart you got me a gift well you had lost that bible oh, yeah. somehow yeah and i lost you it had, like some different people put their signatures in there oh, for yeah. you so it was kind of sad that you had yeah. lost it. And then I remembered you telling me that you lost it. I was like, oh, man. And your birthday is coming up. And so I'm like, all right, I know God planted that <laughs> thought in my head. But um, just ordering you a 1611 edition. And then one of the signatures you had in that in your first Bible was Pastor Shetler's. And he yeah. had moved on to California. California. So I actually called up the school in California. I was like, um, if I mail you this Bible, can you have Pastor Shetler sign it for this person? And 
he used to do Bible studies sit there. And so they're like, yeah, we'd love to. So I mailed it. They got the signature. They mailed it back to me. And I was like, sweet. So then I got a few more signatures for you. And that was your birthday gift. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. When when you got me that Bible, I wondered, like, how did you get that signature? Because say he wasn't visiting uh, recently. And so, uh, you know, I realized she went through a lot of lengths to do that for me. So I realized she really cares for me. And I, I cared for her, <laughs> for you, sweetheart. And um, so it was kind of like it, it showed me that yeah, she is close enough. She's close enough to me. And I think this is worth pursuing here. It's not just me. It's her too. And <laughs> the, oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> so, well, then um, there's one time where it was around, yeah, it was around my birthday and I wanted to tell you that I was interested in a, you know, a relationship not just friendship that we're having, but that I actually wanted to pursue something further. And so after a staff meeting there, then um, I asked her, you know, do you want to go to Olive Garden? And so we went to Olive Garden, we're having a meal, and I was you know, seemed to be a little quieter than usual because, you know, you didn't really know what was on my mind at the time, but because I had this weighty thought on my mind and we're, you know, eating dinner there and like, <laughs> cause I, I'm just trying to think how, okay, I got to say something. And then I get too scared. Aww. And then I kept <laughs> thinking about it and think, okay, just do it. Oh, I can't do it. It's I'm so too scared. <laughs> and so what happened after that point, after we finished dinner and went our separate ways back to our, uh, our rooms, then I figured, okay, I know I can't just tell her in person. So I wrote a note um, explaining, you know, it's easier for me to write something because I can wax eloquent <laughs> or so in writing about like such a topic <laughs> more easily than I could say in person. And then the next day I, I handed you the note. <laughs> yeah. When you handed me that note, I was so scared. I was like, oh no, I like crossed a boundary or something when I got you that Bible and I thought you're going to give me something that said, you know, back off lady <laughs> or something. Uh, so oh. I was like, um, okay, I need to get somewhere a little more private so I can read it. And then I was like, okay, I can't wait. So I was walking down the sidewalk and I'm like starting to open it. And then the very first thing my eyes fell to was that you wanted to pursue something <laughs> more than just a friendship. And I was like, oh, did I just read what it said? I thought it said. And I read it again. I'm like, oh, it did. So I like running to my room so I could finish reading it. And I think I read it like it stayed in my purse for I don't know how to read it. Oh. Oh, silly girl stuff. <laughs> and you, you, and like, I still have that note. Oh. It's in a special place. <laughs> and you, you like you memorized it. <laughs> oh. Then, <laughs> yeah, four kids later, my memory's not so oh. good. <laughs> oh. 
Well, um, I'm, and of course, as I wrote it, I was a, when I and I gave it to you because I was too afraid to tell you my feelings and intentions in person. Then I was scared, you know, wondering what you're going to do. And then I thought, you know, you might get like scared having read that. But I figured, like, okay, it's now or never. I've got to try it, and whatever happens, happens. And then so I was happy when I found out that you were happy that I said what I said and that note <laughs> I don't even remember how we talked about it afterwards yeah I remember going um like meeting you at lunch at some point on a regular work slash school day and kind of talking about like okay what do we do from here you know yeah you I remember you mentioned like you know you gotta come out and visit me in in Colorado and <laughs> and I like yeah and I think wow I've never been to Colorado you know that'd be mm-hmm. cool but uh, yeah I gotta and I'm thinking how can this be happening because I never had a girlfriend until. Chelsea. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like, how do I do this? How do I handle this? You know, this is so new for me. <laughs> you must have handled it good because we've been married these 12 years. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> uh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, I remember all this kind of happened right at the end of the term. Mm-hmm. And I was about to, it was like a week, I think even. Maybe two weeks before I was going to pack everything and head back to Colorado because I was done. And Mm. all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) we're starting this like deeper relationship. And now I have to go back to Colorado. And I was just in tears. And my mom and sister, they were down with me to help me drive back. And my mom's like, get in the car, Chelsea. We're going back to Colorado. (laughs) If this is meant to be, he will find you. And I was just like, there's no way I'm going. So yeah, that was a little bit rough there. Yeah. And so then we had kind of a long distance relationship. So during the summer after uh, you moved back to Colorado, I came out and visited. Yeah. (laughs) Got to meet, you know, get to know your family a little more and the beautiful mountains in Colorado, but especially got to, you know, spend some time with my sweetheart and then, (laughs) and then went back uh, to Pensacola, worked some more on staff. And then when it became Christmas time, I kind of made a triangle trip because I had to visit my own family in Pennsylvania. So I got plane tickets to visit, uh, go to Pennsylvania first, then uh, fly to Colorado, and then from Colorado, after my vacation, fly back to Pensacola. So I kind of did a little triangle there. And during that time, I was kind of half thinking, maybe I should try to propose, but I did not know how that was going to work out, if it was going to work out. And my cousin, who uh, was married, and she's two years older than I was, she asked me about uh, Chelsea and that I was dating, and she immediately started showing me rings online and giving me advice about uh, what kind of cut to get, how many carrots minimum to get, and and stuff like that. And of course, I'm staring at thinking like, yeah, okay, um, 
wow, like, is this, is that really happening? Can I make that work? You know, <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to go visit in Colorado, but how do I arrange? Because, you know, I, I didn't have a car or I didn't have my car with me at the time. I didn't know how I was going to make it work. <laughs> but when I was out there visiting and didn't we go to uh, see the Nutcracker at some point while I was visiting there? Yeah. The Nutcracker Ballet? Yeah. And like, I thought, oh, yeah, this is cool. This is nice. And, and on my mind, I'm thinking, like, somehow I've got to do this, but I don't know when or if this is going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. but your dad helped me make that happen because he, he brought me to the mall and he told me, you uh, know, uh, I know what she wants for her birthday because your birthday was, I was going to be there for your birthday too. Yeah. And he's like, I, I know what she wants for her birthday. And so, you know, he helped me pick out a ring and then that gave me some relief because I'm thinking, you know, I don't know when, if how this is going to happen, but you know, <laughs> your dad helped me with that. And then got a ring and then we try to arrange for like how am i going to surprise you with this you know <laughs> so on your on your birthday we went to a, a hibachi for dinner and then came back and it was eventually time to say good night <laughs> and 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 then you know your little your little sister um who i think was 6 at the time she liked to make things out of cardboard and paper and she made some in the family little mailboxes <laughs> you know indoor mailboxes and I had one on your room downstairs and then so I snuck the ring in there at some point and then and then as you were going to go to bed you know now I'm trying to remember exactly how this all fell. <laughs> if you remember, see, so you, you know, you might have better memory there. <laughs> yeah, so I, my bedroom, like my parents have a basement apartment type thing. So I was staying down there and I was walking down the stairs and then you're like, wait, Chelsea, there's one more present for you. Check your mailbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I look in there and there's a box in there. And I was like, well, this is definitely a jewelry box from the shape of it. But you made a comment. <laughs> I hope they match. Yeah, I was trying to last ditch effort to like, I wasn't sure if once you saw it, you would immediately know what it was. So I was trying to make sure you didn't know quite what it was until you opened and saw it. So I was, <laughs> I was trying that comment there was to make you think they were earrings and not well, a ring. Because I thought they were <laughs> earrings. I'm like... Okay, that's kind of a weird comment, and okay, I guess we'll go with earrings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we just walked into that main area there, and I opened it up and saw a beautiful ring, and I was like, oh my goodness. So I remember you st just opening it, then kind of staring at it, and you said, oh, wow. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and so then I'm like, okay how do I do this? What's, you know, I got to follow this by the book or something, oh. right? Exactly. <laughs> how do you propose? And so then I'm like, okay, make sure, get into position, get down on one knee <laughs> and, and hold your hand and say, Chelsea, will you marry me? <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> it's funny. Cause I remember thinking like for a while, okay, if he ever asked me to marry him, I want to like have this elaborate response, <laughs> a romanticized response. <laughs> but it you would know. be my great honor to marry you or something. <laughs> oh, but but in the moment, is kind of like you're in shock. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I speak to yes out, so that was good. 
<laughs> yeah, because just like, you know, when I wanted to tell you that I was interested in you, I was so in shock that it was hard. For, I couldn't even say anything. So, yeah, I I know what you what what that's like. And you, know, you just kind of got to go with the flow there. Well, good job. And thank you for asking me to marry you. That made my birthday the best birthday ever. Oh, yes, we are. And I'm glad that now the anniversary of me proposing is also on your birthday. So every birthday, as we celebrate your birthday, we're also celebrating when I asked you to marry me. Somehow I have it in my mind that if we celebrate the engagement, <laughs> that I won't turn older. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And so I would like to read Proverbs 18.22, which says, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. So. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded so funny coming right after what I just said. (laughs) about not turning older. And so let's read. Well. When I proposed, you know, I fulfilled Proverbs 18.22. (laughs) And so I would definitely say that I got some favor from the Lord because I found a sweet wife in you, Chelsea. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I'm blessed to be your wife and have you for my husband. (laughs) And wow, that was a, that was definitely a, a sweet and fun-filled episode of a walk down memory lane. And so I hope that just we, telling you... Oh. <laughs> we didn't even say that we got married. <laughs> okay. We got to the engagement. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got we got to the engagement and then the later. rest is history, right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so six months later. Oh, yeah. Six months later. We, yeah, we planned... I remember... Um, Right after getting engaged the next day, you know, we're looking at uh, planning the wedding date for originally it was going to be May 30th, right? I think so. Yeah, I remember it ended up being we were planning for May 30th and then eventually that didn't work out and we're able to get it because we want we're trying to make it on the weekend and make it easier for family to come out for the wedding. But that didn't work out in the venue that we were planned. And so we got moved to June 1st, and that still worked out wonderfully. It was in the afternoon, and we had family out to visit. And, and I rem- yeah, I just, I, d- I remember, um, of course, just like anyone else, being really nervous there. Um, I remember being told to, okay, sit in this room by myself and just wait until everyone was ready for me to come out. And, you know, so it's like (laughs) this silence being by myself in a room, just waiting for someone to open the door and say, okay, it's time. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like in the silence by myself, just thinking, okay, don't pass out. Don't, you know, (laughs) like, okay, you could do this, but is this really happening? <laughs> and then I, yeah, I remember the, seeing the door opening and my heart skipping a beat like this. It's really happening now. I got to walk out and be the part of the main attraction here. I've got to stand up in front of everyone as they're all looking at me. You know, they're here for me and Chelsea and, and I got to stand up at the platform and yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then 
I remember once, you know, the music started and seeing Chelsea Sweetheart walking down the aisle in your beautiful wedding dress and being quite overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being so nervous because I had steps to walk down at first that I was going to trip (laughs) on the steps in front of everyone. Big wedding dress is heavy, so it's kind of awkward to walk in and especially down the stairs and you're supposed to look up and yeah. Oh yeah. I think you had more reason to be nervous than I guess than I did. (laughs) I wasn't like as likely to trip down steps, but. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got to share our first kiss. Oh yeah. So that was, that was special. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. We're not, you know, we're not going to be hard on anyone who didn't do it like we did, but you know, like for sure it it was just, you know, really special for us to, to be able to do that. And (laughs) 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 yeah, so special memories and now we get to celebrate 12 years since 12, 12 wonderful years. We had our challenges. We had our happy times and, but every day is special being married to someone like you, sweetheart. <laughs> and I think we have a lot more to talk about marriage, too. We just kind of wanted to give the listeners a little bit of background on how we met, how things kind of um, worked out for us. And I think it's just really neat to see how each person's story is so different and how God works with people. And um, just it's a beautiful thing. So. Um, I can't wait for the next episodes that we get to do together talking about marriage and hopefully it will encourage other people too. Yes, definitely sweetheart. A a nurse from Colorado, a software developer from Pennsylvania, uh, meeting each other in Florida. And that's our story there. You know, it's like we see the hand of God in that and bringing us together and helping me to find someone because, you know, sweetheart, you were the first real date girlfriend, fiance, wife that I have ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got to learn how to be a a date, a boyfriend, a fiance, and a husband (laughs) from you. (laughs) And and it's definitely been wonderful. They love you. (laughs) I love you, sweetheart. (laughs) And so that's our our story of how we met, how we dated, how we got engaged, how we got married. And I hope that our walk down memory lane there is to just give, especially some of you singles, some ideas, maybe not necessarily to have your date watch an economics video with you, but, (laughs) but, you know, to, to show how, you know, God works and how wonderful it is to, to find someone. And, you know, even the example that, that we kind of set with, you know, being friends first and foremost, and then friendship led to romance and how we weren't looking for someone to give our hearts to flippantly. We were both looking for, we weren't, you know, really even expecting to find someone necessarily, you know, at the time, but we both had the goal that if we find someone, we're going to be serious He's going to serve God. He's going to, you know, not treat us flippantly, you know, and if we're going to date someone as 
or you know Pastor Schittler that you mentioned who signed the Bible there. Every date is a potential mate. That's what he said, and that's the idea that I know I had as I as I was uh, dating you, sweetheart. That I'm like. I'm not looking for someone to be, you know, a date for once or a few weeks or whatever. If I'm going to date someone, I'm going to date someone with the mindset and the goal that this person is going to be potentially my wife and the mother of my children. <laughs> and and so, you know, that's how I that's how seriously I took things. I don't mean serious in a stoic type of way. I mean <laughs> serious in a, you know, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking of what life is all about and that someone that you want to have a relationship is, you know, you don't want to share your heart deeply with someone that you're going to plan to break up with. <laughs> well, that's a good lead into what I think our next topic is going oh, yes. to be is just looking at the definition of marriage according to the Bible and then according to secular worldviews and just how there's a commitment behind the biblical mm-hmm. view. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about is with the seriousness behind pursuing a relationship was you were looking for a commitment. You mm-hmm. weren't just looking for having fun yes (laughs) something that could be temporary and I definitely could see that in you and that was something that really stood out and attracted me to you is that you did have that grounded side of I want to serve God I want to find someone that could be my mate forever so (laughs) yes Definitely, and I definitely found uh, someone with that same mindset, and that's God led us together, and we were attracted to each other that way, and and we became friends, and I'd say that we're best friends, even as husband and wife, which we're going to talk about you know, in a later episode about how your spouse should be your best friend as well as your lover. <laughs> so there is our story about how we met, got engaged, got married, how we're friends, and just some, I hope, uh, examples uh, to help some of you uh, singles there and to show that you, know, you can love someone without being, as I mentioned before, you know, touchy, mushy-gushy you know, before you really get to know each other and before you're married. And so that that's just how we did it. And I think it worked out pretty well. And we are happily married for 12 years and and I pray that as the Lord tarries and uh, gives us uh, both good health and life, that we will be married for many other 12 years. <laughs> and, and so um, stay tuned for the next episode of Truth Espresso and God Bless. Thank you for waking up with Truth Espresso. Good morning, and God bless your day. Hey friends, Daniel Minnick here again. If you liked waking up to this episode of Truth Espresso, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever application you use to listen to Truth Espresso.